Hello, my friends. Brett Patterson here with Iron Gate Global Advisors, coming at you from the financial capital of the West Salt Lake City, Utah, where today I'm going to address a question that a few of our clients have brought up and prospective clients have brought up as of late, and it's all about algorithms, that algorithms and AI and technology and computers play a larger and larger role seemingly every year in the market than ever before. Flash Boys, if anybody remembers that book by Michael Lewis, it brought that technology to the forefront as he wrote that book, which was which was really popular. And in fact, back in 2010, many of you will recall the flash crash, where in a 36-minute period, the Dow dropped 9%. And most of it was caused by these algorithms. In fact, there was a trader in London who was arrested. He wrote a computer program that pushed down the market, sold off the market, pushed down the market, and then immediately started buying the market when it was down. This trader was arrested and allegedly in that 36 minutes or throughout that day made around $40 million, which is insane. You have all this electronic trading and these algorithms, which are affecting the market more so than any, any time before. So these algorithms have really change the market. Now, is it for the better or for the worse? And that's what we're going to talk about here right now. The olden days, if you like to stock at $10, then the portfolio manager who loved that stock at 10 would have loved it even more at nine and would have loved it even more than that at eight. And so they bought more as the stock fell. Well, these algorithms, if they like a stock at 10, they like it even more at 11 and even more at 12 and even more at 13, and they drive the stock price higher. And then when it hits nine or eight, that's when they sell. And so it's completely different than what we're used to seeing back in, call it the good old days. So how do you compete with that? And what do you do to gain an edge on these algorithms? Well, the edge that you can have that, frankly, most advisors and portfolio managers don't do comes from good old-fashioned hard work value investing. It's Warren Buffett style. It's those other famous investors, the Fishers, the Benjamin Grahams. These individuals made it very popular to do. And it's losing, it's really losing market share, as we shared in prior podcasts. Since 1999, this is how we've been investing. And again, good old-fashioned hard work, value investing. And to put kind of a, a general overall view on it is we view when we buy a company, not as some algorithmic trade, but we look at it as though we're going to be investing in that business. We're buying into that business. And so if you're going to buy any business, what must you know? Well, you must know that company and that business as good as anybody else. So the study that takes place before you invest in a business, it's a lot of work and a lot of hours. And there's four criteria that we look at before we consider investing in any business or stock. And that is number one, it needs to be in an industry that we understand. If, if we don't understand it, it's impossible to invest in it. And I see a lot of rookie mistakes like this all the time where they buy a company because it looks nice on a chart. Well, that's not good enough. You need to understand the industry. Uh, number two, you, and this is arguably the most important, you have to have a company that has a, a good competitive advantage. Warren Buffett called it a moat. 
right? A moat around a castle. And by competitive advantage, and I'll use some examples, and they're not recommendations in any way, but look at Facebook. They own social media. That's a clear competitive advantage. When he's up testifying before Congress, I'm sitting there thinking in my mind, well, even if people don't like Facebook, if they want to be on social media, they have to use Facebook or Instagram, which is Facebook. That's a clear competitive advantage. If you're going to search for something online, normally you go through Google. A clear competitive advantage. Companies like that. Look at railroads, for example. Railroads have a clear competitive advantage. The cost of getting into the railroad business is enormous. A clear moat built around their castle, right? Those, those railroads. But here's the key. Kodak. Think of Kodak film. They had a competitive advantage a long time ago, and they lost it. So it's not enough that a company has this moat built around their castle. But they need to be continually working on widening that moat, deepening that moat, and creating even more and more of a competitive advantage than anybody else. And and immediately, uh, Amazon comes to mind. All the innovation behind Amazon. They're becoming a juggernaut in many, many areas. That moat is getting wider and wider and wider. Hey, the third thing after having a comp- clear competitive advantage is to you have to trust management. And how do you trust management? Well, you invest in those companies that have good capital allocators. So what do I mean by allocating capital appropriately? Well, think of going back to Bezos. He's When the company earns money, he's allocating that dollar that they've earned towards other aspects of the business that are going to grow that dollar even more. It's a company that instead of paying out a dividend, uses that money to allocate back into their business for future growth, if it's available. If not, hey, a dividend's okay. It's those companies that when their stock is really, really cheap, they buy back their shares because they see the value in it and they're helping shareholders out by doing that if it's available at a good price. That's efficient allocation of capital and something you look for in a manager. The fourth thing that you would look for is it has to be available to buy at a reasonable price. And we're not talking a fire sell. Sometimes when a stock is on a fire sell, it's on fire. So you don't want to just look for cheap companies, but you want to look for companies that have those other three criteria that are available at a fair price, a reasonable price. If you factor in future growth, that stock is a, is available at a reasonable price at that point in time. Those are the four things you look for. And it is hard work. Most people don't do it. Our clients that have been with us a number of years, those that are just coming on board, realize the value that Iron Gate Global has as they do that hard work for people. That's the edge that we have and that you have all over these algorithms and this AI and the, you know this incredible technology that's reshaping the market. If we continue to do those things that have worked since the history of the stock market, we'll be in pretty good shape in the long term. With that, my friends, thanks for listening. This is a purely public broadcast and is not intended to be personalized financial advice for any individual's specific situation. Each individual's financial situation is unique, and the topics discussed on this broadcast should not be relied upon and or considered as personalized advice. Specific financial securities discussed are not intended to address any listener's particular financial situation and should not be considered recommendations. This is for educational purposes only. 
For more information, please contact Iron Gate Global Advisors at info at or by calling 888-591-0334.